Okay, Gene. I'm ready if you are. I'm ready. Count that shit in, bro. Ready in Hamash. Alba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? <laughs> All right. Hello, moms, dads. With me today is the wonderful, the gorgeous, the fantastic, the Mrs. The Mrs. Dr. Susan Pinsky Drew. <laughs> What's your name? Susan. Susan Seiler Pinsky. Susan Seiler Pinsky. Mm-hmm. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the other half to Dr. Drew, and you guys have been married for a thousand years yes we have how long is it like 28 this year 28 years yes that's amazing and you have three beautiful on the 21st of july my gosh let me tell you guys something watching and listening um people tell tom and myself that we are couples goals bullshit (laughs) bullshit dr drew and susan our couples goals because they've been together and from what i can tell i've known you guys now for a couple years right two or three years and I think you really like each other. and I, We do. We you have do. a good thing. Yeah, we do, amazingly enough. Right? Yeah, I even in the lockdown, hasn't been too terrible. I'm cool. so used to being apart from him all the time and, and traveling and, you know, having my own life after the kids left for college. They're 27, and it's been like 10 years now. Um, it's just been okay. Okay. Not bad. But so, we have a big house. <laughs> we were just talking about this before the break. That really helps. We, when my kids left for college, I started a new career, and it was basically buying properties, oh, and I didn't know putting this. them on Airbnb, and you know places we could go and stay, like New York, and and then you know um, his family, his parents passed away, and we inherited a place, and so I have one near the beach that I work with, and I built a business, you know. For myself which is basically going between each city and cleaning it up and having a little free time by myself without him but um also generating income and trying to stay busy all right we got a on lot. top of the podcasting There's, yeah so you here's why i wanted to talk but I'm, to you but, but what i want to say is that yes we, the two of us are very blessed because i know hashtag is, blessed yes yes and i and i love the fact that he let me have that opportunity oh see i love that you guys like each other and so here's why i wanted to talk to you because you're the inspirational ghost of christmas future for me (laughs) and for everybody listening because a you're holding down that marriage so you're a varsity wife yes uh you've had triplets by the way i'm not saying that she had three children separately she had triplets went through the horrible suffering of ivf in the 90s which is cray cray so then you essentially raise your babies and mm-hmm. now you've started this whole other existence mm-hmm. 
as a business person. So yes. you've lived all the lifetimes and I want to suck all the okay. knowledge. But first of all, Birkenstocks and Crocs. How do you feel? <laughs> this is the most important topic on my show right now. I'm not a fan of the Birkenstocks. Thank you. My daughter wears those. Okay. And it, it kind of makes me a little crazy. But she is she's an uber feminist Brooklyn girl. Got you. And they're comfortable to wear in New York. So I get that. But there are cute ones if you have to do it. If you have to do it. The, yeah. But you do you can, guys notice that sometimes she you'll said. Sometimes you a pink leopard one. Okay. On I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit. They, sometimes those work. Hold I on. If I had to wear them because my feet like didn't fit in normal shoes anymore and I started getting those knobs on the side of your feet you know that kind of thing you might have to that's different that's called but you're saying it's a medical necessity at that point uh, yeah that's how but, I would but do you guys see how gorgeous Susan is okay do you see her natural big naturals in this dress <laughs> those are natural guys and notice she's been married for 28 years successful beautiful perfect no Birkenstocks. Okay? <laughs> never. Let that be a I've lesson. I've never owned a pair. <laughs> However, I did own some Crocs. I thought okay, I knew you. But this was when the kids were really young, and it was probably in That's the different. 90s, right? Like when they first came out, and they were they were really cool because the kids could wear them too, and they didn't have to tie their shoes yes. and stuff. Yes, And they were really good if you had to go outside and garden and slip on and off when you had to go inside and outside the house and chase kids or whatever and they just had this durability to them and but you know i'm sold on crocs and i actually owned croc stock smart girl i did i was a day trader in my early years of mothering and i would e-trade um you know i made some money smart. on crocs you're a smart lady i, I did. and i knew that drew would have to be with a smart <laughs> lady i forgot about that yeah oh my so, god okay so let's start from the beginning <laughs> god, it's so dr drew pinsky how do you guys meet where do you meet oh Tell so what were you doing at the time I he hasn't ever told this story i don't remember okay so there's a lot of stuff so we met once and when i was about 20 hmm. uh, i was i was a bikini i worked in a bikini store and i was a model uh, a swimwear model right not course. really quite like of any high league but i worked for diane's bikinis and she would let me do these little promotional shows for her bikini shop on the weekends for three dollars 75 cents an hour <laughs> so i would take girls to like a bar or a sports club and i you know say come to diane's and then the girls would walk around with balloons and i was at this place called mccormick's landing and this guy started hitting on me after the show and it was a, he was wearing a pink izod or whatever the one you know like yeah, that. yeah and um that sort of signified in newport beach a preppy dick <laughs> so he came and he goes oh my god you look like somebody no she's a model for Wilhelmina." i said yeah i've heard that one before and i walked away so it was drew hilarious he was, he, they were that was his line he's like hey you look like some model right now good to me yeah and i was looking at his chops. I had a boyfriend who i was a really bad relationship did. just getting into it and so anyways, two years later, I saw him again when I was working at, I had basically won a bikini contest called the K-Rock Bikini Search. And Hilarious. They let me be the head bikini girl. Hold on, but put up that picture of young Drew. So this is Dr. Drew. This is pre-K-Rock days. You just had that up, I'm assuming. Right. So I met him at K-Rock when we were doing a promotion. Did he look like this? Yes. 
Look he, at that. Look at that plumage. I Andrew. know. Isn't he adorable? I mean, why do you guys look even better today? Like, so, it's crazy. He was sitting there like that in the corner in the studio, and I was coming in to do a bikini promotion for my shows. I did like 60 fashion shows for K-Rock, right? And we'd show up with girls, and I was managing models for a living. And um, I walked in, and he was sitting in the corner, and he had this big freaking medical book. They were like, it was like this thick in the corner, he was wear- pretty much wearing that outfit without Shut the jacket. Up. He was like Maybe letting no, it. He no was tie. advertising that he no was going to make some scratch. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm a doctor, bitch. What's up? <laughs> and I Can was I take dressed, your pulse? I just come from Newport Beach because I lived in the beach. And he, I was wearing pink striped pants, which is the color of love, by the way. Yes. According to my psychics. Of and um, And like, like the pumps, white pumps with the... <sighs> socks with the little fringes on it hells yeah what Remember year that was this of course dude 84 yeah good year like, for fashion and i had a bustier and i was yeah, like pink from head to right and i walked in and i just looked as sleazy as ever i mean just i don't know but i'd had a rough day with the same boyfriend and we were on the verge of breaking up and he walked i walked in he goes oh my god it's the love of my life <gasps> and i went Oh, hello. You know, and I sat down and, and poor man who was the host at the time. Yes, I remember poor man. I've done 60 shows with, I've worked with him. Okay. We worked together for many, many years and four years actually. And, um, he, I think he was trying to get Drew to help me out of this relationship on the side because I was in a very abusive relationship. Mm. It was not a good one. So I said, he said, well, I'd you know, love to go with you, out with you if you don't have a boyfriend. And I said, great. So about a week later, I didn't have a boyfriend. Okay. Because we got in a big fight, and it wasn't pretty. And so I went to a bar, and we met up, and we had our first date. Aww. And so, but he, he tells the story that he had this reaction toward me twice. And it was the same feeling both times. And we didn't realize that we had met previously until about a year into our relationship and he saw a picture that I had of that show because it was sort of my my breakout show where I got to be in a bar you know with my girls and um he goes who is that and I was like that's me and he goes oh my god you were so hard on me the night I hit on you I can, can oh. you do remember me and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I mean the fact that you two could remember each other from a year prior like how, I don't remember two, no it was like three years prior bananas two. I don't even remember people I met last week you know and you well you know I I got hit I got hit on in a bar I felt you know you kind of remember that especially if they're good looking yeah I just I didn't like the preppy guys in New York in Newport Beach they were yeah. they were all kind of fake and they used you and they weren't like the kind of douchebags yeah little did I know that was a bad decision at the time I, I did go with the wrong move and dated oh. this other guy but I learned a lot from that relationship yeah you know he's abusive as crap and I learned you know being a better woman was not a pretty thing yeah. So I, you know, and I really lucked out because my next boyfriend was Drew. And then we just, yeah. and we had sex on the first date. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, Susan. Yeah. Because. Susan Seiler. I deserve Damn. to let you know. They, I was, when I was living in Newport, it was Susan Saylor. Susan so you know. Saylor. Yeah. So but, wait a minute. So. Okay. But, but it's your first date at that bar. You guys meet in, at the bar and you guys have only met like once before. And then we went out on a date and then. He sang opera to me, and then I realized that he had just gotten out of medical school, 
and he had a, a week off like he had one week to yeah. do whatever yeah so he went on wheel of fortune and then he met me <laughs> he went on wheel of fortune hilarious okay and i said you know i think he's he was started taking me home he was singing to me in the car, which is so nerdy. It was just really funny. Did you though. like it? Like, were you were you swooning? I did, but he was a like... little flat. He was a little flat. I told him <laughs> that. And so, and so, um, we were driving back between Laguna Beach and Newport Beach because he took me to Partners Bistro in Laguna because oh. his parents had a place down there that they he was staying there with a friend, and um, so we we're driving back, and I said, "Where are you going?" I said, let's go to your place. So okay. we turned the car around and I walked in to this amazing little condo on the water and I was like, uh, this is perfect. Uh, I she can was, do this. She this was is... smitten. <laughs> oh yeah. I really, really liked him. Yeah. I, I really liked his intellect. I really enjoyed his conversation and the fact that he listened and that he was caring and very and paid the bill, yeah. picked up the bill. Isn't and, that nice? Because I was buying all the food, you know, up to that point. With your I, your I was making boyfriend? a lot of money as a K-Rock bikini girl, okay? Really? Really? I mean, come on. Seriously? Yeah, I was getting 500 bucks a night on my Hell shows. okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, 1984. And, you know, my overhead was like a phone bill and right. gas. That was it. And then um, in my house, but I, you know, I lived, you know, that was just a horrible place to live but anyways it was fun it was my own and um so anyways i just appreciated him giving me with dinner it which was is really interesting lovely. because it's funny because you and i have a kind of a similar thing like i wasn't dating abusive guys but i was tom was really normal believe it or not for me <laughs> like <laughs> you know i know I mean? you were kind of emo i know you do yeah i was too in high school yeah. i was a musician i was kind of emo yeah. i was like yeah but then i fell into bikini modeling which so is fucking amazing after being a hairdresser and then after being a you know you know but it you i dated rock stars i had to go through the rock star phase <laughs> oh my god right the drummer and you the have band, yeah you, you know? have to date the the guys that kind of treat you like shit and then, um, and then you meet your Dr. Drew, your yes. Tom Segura. And, but, but I treated him like shit while we were dating. Like Dr. I, Drew? I kept pushing him away and That's going the secret. Back. That's the secret. Because with Tommy, too, I kept saying, I'm like, I don't want to get married. Marriage is for suckers. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. And they're like, I love you. I love it. <laughs> well, he, I heard him. He, he came back after we, we had a few ups and downs in the beginning. And then he came back. And, and I realized that I was, I had to get some therapy you know yeah. after my previous experience and why i kept going back to the bad guy but he he had stick with itness yeah he he likes you that's i think he was so and attracted had great sex. to see i mean it was, let's talk about that it was so fun so i that's what i'm saying yeah. so a lot of and i understand once you have children the desire to have sex is just like oh i know when they're uh, little totally different story <laughs> yeah but we i dated seven years you dated seven years before yes. you got married? And we broke up for like nine months in, the, in between there. Oh, wow. And we got back together and then he proposed. Okay. And let's look at the wedding photo, which is adorable. Oh. <laughs> look at my oh. niece. She's closing her eyes. Oh. Kissing. But look how smitten he is. I mean, he's <laughs> so in love with you. He it's... had such a beautiful look on his face that day. I oh. was shocked. Look I cried through the whole thing. You, you know, you think you're going to look pretty. Yeah, and you're... I, I was like, <laughs> I know. 
Is that in Pasadena? This was at the Ritz Carlton in Laguna or yeah. Laguna Niguel, and there were about a hundred people there. So Gorgeous. very windy. It was so windy in July, and thank God I didn't have a veil on, or it would have been up oh, in the air. And it, 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 but I thought, okay, this weather was so weird in the middle of July. It's blustery, windy, and I thought, okay, this was a sign of what was coming. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh oh. Right? It's very windy. That's I know. That's Bonnie Sailor. Windy. Cute. That's Bonnie Sailor and <clears throat> Adorable. So there's your wedding, and now you've, uh, you guys, after set, so you did for seven years before yes. you got, you That's had why I was kids. crying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh God, finally. Um, which is kind of nice because I, because Tom and I were together for a long time, about, yeah, seven or yeah. eight years before we had children. So I think that's really oh, that's good. cool that no, you can. No, it's smart. Yeah. It, you solidify. definitely have a lot of fun. It's the honeymoon was pre, because I decided I wanted to get pregnant right away after our, our wedding. Ugh, our, look at these two. Okay. This was, this was when the kids were about a year old. Oh, wow. So I went from. You know. Oh, whoops, this is in the wrong order. I'm sorry. Okay. So you made it. This is after the first year of having triplets. And I mean, you guys are happy. You guys look like you're still alive. Yeah, barely. I know. He looks so, great, though. <clears throat> you guys, okay. Oh, oh so this is when I got pregnant. So let's back it up. So you guys are married and you decide, we're boom, we're going to have children. So, so this is 23 weeks. Think about it. I know. Okay, I was huge already. That was like the only dress I could wear because it, I guess in Mazatlan, everybody's pregnant. And that's where I got that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we we got pregnant. We used, we had in vitro fertilization. Let's talk about that for a minute. Because back in the night, I had it done, I had it done on my second child. The mm -hmm. first one I took Clomid and I got pregnant really fast. Oh, wow. And then I decided to bank embryos because I knew I'd be an older mom at that right, point. Right, Yeah, it's um, a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So talk about it. What was it like in the 90s? How it, well, I I did the Lupron. And, I did Lupron. And then they, you know, they put you through menopause and you spit out eggs. And I actually um, had three embryos. Wait, and I, I had I those Lupron implanted tricks. and one took and it ended up too far up in my... I had a... a a tubal problem and mm. when I had a tubal pregnancy when I was in my 20s and thank god that didn't work out but um I had it the baby got stuck too far up in the uterus so we had to have mm. an instant removal of it Ugh. and so I went to therapy for a couple months we did it again and the second time I was able to farm five embryos and in those days they didn't really have this knowledge that they're going to have such an easy time getting people pregnant especially like me because i'm very white trash and where i come from you look at a man you get pregnant and i had worked my whole life to not get pregnant yes and then i couldn't get pregnant but i married a doctor and we figured it out and boom four took second round hold on so hold on so explain so back in the back in the day they didn't have a way to genetically test these embryos no they just they just put them all in they said you have four let's put them in so, so so they would tell you like hey your chances of having multiples are x 25 percent or something like that which is not bad because then you go oh that's not crazy it's right fine. or i can't remember what it was but it wasn't it wasn't that high but anyways to have four take was like one percent so i <laughs> and i told him i said you know i this is why i had an iud when i was 17. i didn't want to get pregnant until i was married and everybody in my family had illegitimate kids in my family. So I was like, forget that. I was smart. I was the young one. You know, you learn from your 
your elders' mistakes. So anyways, they, they told us we had four. Well, three for sure. One was there maybe, and they were, okay, now you got to think about taking it to two because if you have three, it's going to ruin your marriage. It's going to be impossible. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm pro-life. So that is not easy. So for 12 weeks, we had to decision, decide whether we, what the pros and the cons were, you know, if we should keep them or we should, what would be the pros and the cons? Pretty much 50-50. We went back to the Ritz-Carlton on our anniversary and we just sat, or, and just sat there going, okay, now what if we decide to do this? What will change? So we said, okay, let's go for it. So then when I went in for my ultrasound at 12 weeks, they said one has dissipated into the uterus. Mm. And I was like, I can do that. No problem. Let's just do it. You know, I'm in. And because um, selective reduction is kind of a scary thing. It's like having an abortion. And I called the company that did it and they it sounded like I was going to an abortion clinic. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that do you, word. How do you decide which one to? Yeah. And it would have like, been the girl. Oh. The small one. They take the smallest one. Oh, so they decide for you, essentially. So we wouldn't be blessed with Paulina Pinsky. Oh, what a beautiful name. Yes, she's Paulina. she's adorable, and I miss her. She's in Brooklyn. But anyways, there's, so, there's we, so this was the day I drew. This is as I was giving birth, and I had him take one picture in there. I didn't want to have the whole thing displayed. Yeah. But as you can see, my uterus is, I have no tits. I don't know you can tell that. <laughs> I am. No, I was like a 11 year old child giving birth. The weight of my body in that picture. I had no body weight because they just, you know, they, you can't eat, you know. And I wasn't that big, anyways. But Drew's the look on Drew's face is that of seeing God, pretty much. I mean, I think, you know, he realized at that point that he was going to be a dad. Yeah. And it was a beautiful thing. And they all came out healthy and fine. Oh, there they are. Yes, this is, they're like and a day so old. Paulina's the girl. They look like little, they look like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Pauline's on the right. She's a little, she's on the right. Jordan's on the left. And Douglas was six pounds and nine ounces. That's look at his, big for a triplet. Look at his head. Huh? Look at his head. <laughs> oh, get the hell out of here. So Douglas is oh. on the left. And Pauline is in the middle, and Jordan's on the oh, right. Oh my God, you could do it. And they all still have that personality, right? Laid back. Oh, Jordan is like <laughs> always the same, always the same. Oh God, look at those beautiful children. Now Douglas, at he was this was about six months old. Um, Douglas at thirteen months old had an arachnoid cyst on his left cerebellum, and now you can move to the 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 Bob haircut, which was after that. And, um, oh, wait, first we got to go to Hawaii. Wait, we were in Hawaii. You guys, <laughs> they were on. about, I think they were cl uh, like still six months how old. How did you go to Hawaii? I took a nanny. Yeah, I was going to say, 10. How but do you even? It, was, it wasn't easy. Jesus. And on the way home, uh, Paul, Jordan or Douglas scratched Paulina's eye in the airport, like her, and she cried for five hours on the plane on the way back because, you know, the dry air was like burning her uh. eyes. So I had to like walk in, up and down the aisles and get yelled at by the flight attendants. But check out my pants. Check out both of your pants. <laughs> Drew's in full docker mode. You're in full long mom. I think I have Crocs on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great know. year. So what year is this you think here? This, this is, is 1992. Still. Unreal. 93. 1993. Because they were about six months old. They were born November 92. And so how was your birth? I mean, it was, it was fine. They, I had a cesarean 
and obviously adding insult to injury would have been opening up my legs to 17 oh nurses God. and doctors in the waiting room. <laughs> I know. And, um, they had a whole staff, one for each baby. And, um, but after the birth, I didn't do so well because they forgot to give me steroids. I had a Bell's palsy when I became pregnant. That's why in that oh picture, I'm not smiling. I'm just kind of, because half of my face is like this. And I, you know, I, for a couple of weeks, so they put me in the hospital. And um, so after the, after surgery, they forgot to give me the steroids and I went into shock mm. and I nearly died. So I saw the light. I was going to the light. I was ready to go. I saw little trinkets of, of things in my life floating through the air and I was hallucinating and my friend Betty Rockwell who's one of Drew's patients an elderly woman was sitting in the room with me and saw that it wasn't going well and she mm. called Drew and she's like you I think you should come over here and he goes this better be good I got an office full of patients <laughs> so he came over thank God I had Betty there who actually came through in my podcast last night but anyways um he realized I was going into shock because I was taking so much Demerol and I wasn't mm. passing gas. And it was it was a close call. He saved my life, pretty wow. much. Wow, yeah. thank God you married a doctor. Yeah, huh? yeah, and I, I came Ugh. back when I realized that there wouldn't be Christmas because I, in my <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel, I saw this Christmas tree at the end of the thing and I went, oh, I married a Jew, there won't be any Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I better stay, so I stayed. And now every year, you know, we put up a tree and it's kind of ironic because of our new house or, well, it's old, but at the, the new house at the time has a really long uh, hallway and my Christmas tree goes at the end of the hallway. Oh. So I, it just reminds me of, of what, not that we even celebrate Christmas anymore, but, you know, it, right. it was fun, you know, when we did. But so you're telling me that Dr. Drew is Jewish. Yes. Which is upsetting right? to say the least I mean, come on. <clears throat> well i'm a ski too but nadav well, do you feel differently about him now uh, I, mean, uh, I mean i i knew he was jewish we could tell well he's funny because his mother was converted and oh. he never did any holidays he wasn't but oh. or blah 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 but it w they didn't practice but his parents his father's parents were very jewish so gotcha. okay. yeah but he's he's not he's just not he never went he wasn't a churchgoer no i don't i, I was don't a churchgoer yeah so 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 you you bring home triplets i mean i Sorry, can't I even sniffly nose oh it's okay i can't even imagine because the panic of bringing home your first child for me was like <laughs> oh god i know it's just insane isn't it's it? horrible it, what, what did you have any horror stories the i mean first one like, i was so lucky did you accidentally drop it in the water no but like i fly off the no <laughs> i was blessed my kids were healthy it was me i, I was just like in a <laughs> postpartum washing a baby like <sighs> is there's anything more nerve-wracking than a newborn oh my god and i never held one before oh i never god. diapered a child i, I was like dude i'm gonna break this thing i'm gonna drop this thing yeah well I'm, we had a nanny there because we don't have any family and like i remember coming home from the hospital with our first ellis uh-huh and you're so shell-shocked from yes, birth and like <laughs> and the the lady the nice lady was helping us she goes give me just let me have the baby you go sleep right right and my crazy brain was like can't give no. the baby to anybody it's not safe <laughs> with anybody I cannot and she's like just give him to me i am be right Aww. here don't worry and i was like okay okay she knows that i'm crazy but yeah, so tri triplets where right. you just well, we hire. I made a mistake of hiring home assisted nurses okay. from the hospital because, and they sent me 
pretty much any random person like oh. from from oh, i don't know but i it, it the first nurse was good she was this big Jama- jamaican woman and she showed up and she's like i'm going to take care of your baby and she showed me how to wash him and she's holding him and we have pictures of her you know holding the babies and i'm just like jesus christ this is insane and i couldn't really do much because i was recovering from a cesarean and then also almost dying like a week before it's so insane i had i had like i looked pale and thin and i was like eh, you know and um we and then i was trying to pump milk and oh, blah blah God. blah and i had no tits that was like awful anyway so did you have did your milk come in like did you have barely it? but oh, i'd yeah. have to pump it like at one o'clock in the morning oh, off after having triplets all day and finally after like <laughs> i think it was i did it for like 10 days or two weeks or a month or something and i went into my doctor i go i can't do this anymore and i go i'm gonna have a nervous breakdown and goes yeah forget it yeah so because i actually think that the breastfeeding adds such another layer of stress like you're already a new mom and then they the mantra at least nowadays oh my god those you have to breastfeed. you gotta hook on 90 day fiance <laughs> what about the ones who, breast, who are breastfeeding their babies the three sisters oh i don't remember and their that. boobs are like going sideways uh, and they've got, have you seen that one i don't remember no we're on 90 day fiance before the 90 days the current season oh well there's a, the the 90 day the one who's one. marrying the guy in serbia and and they 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 open with the girl, women at the pool and they've got their tits <laughs> out and they're nursing their babies they're all three of them have their boobs out. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm like, I never had that ability, so I can't relate, really. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, they're putting this on TV. Like, <laughs> it was the weirdest stuff. Nobody wants show. to see your tits, man. Well, I didn't have to do that. You didn't I have to no, do that. So you, uh, Paulina latched on of the three, but oh, she's that's the good. most fucked up now. So <laughs> whatever well, that tells you right look, there, like, geez, but, your kids are all smart, right? They're all like in grad Sorry, school Paulina. and they turned it. out fine. <laughs> but I think the mantra now is you must breastfeed. Otherwise, they're going to end up being, you know, they don't they don't attach. They don't attach properly. They're going to have all these issues. Their IQs are going to be. It's like, dude, don't worry about it. They're fucking fine. They're fine. No. And I fed them French fries, too. Yeah. Yeah. And macaroni and cheese so on the rigs. French fine. fries are what got them through Ivy League school. <laughs> That's the reason they all got it's in. It's good. So you're home with three kids. Your body's broken. Your vag, or you don't. Have, your vag isn't blasted, Thank which is good. God. And so, how which does Drew was affect... trying to get back into it as oh, soon as possible? ASAP. I mean, they... Jesus, relentless. Like, dude, can Relent... I have a few weeks off? No, you get that eight weeks, and then you visit. the I wasn't gyne. big on the BJ's back then. Oh, I'm not. I'm that still was not post. Huge. That was post hormonal treatment. We'll so, talk about that. We're okay. getting there. I don't know if we have enough time. This is a, we got. We got to do a, a five part. I'm an old woman. There's a long story here. <laughs> I love it. I love we'll try it. to make it short. No, I love it because, like I said, I think you guys are um, very inspirational. I want to learn from oh, you. Thank I want. I want to do it the right way. Okay, so I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just. Oh, does anybody? It was, That's why I'm I was looking in. for tips. I was in. I there. You just do it. You just do it. So that's what I've heard. Um, my friend Nakia was on the show, and she has four children, two sets of twins, and that's what she said. She's like, "Well, the husband and I just put our heads down." <laughs> yeah, four, and she, she, yeah. So she's like, "We just put our heads down." I think the second time is like you know it's coming. It's like the when my cat went in to get spayed, and they only got one ball, and then <laughs> he had to go back in to get the other oh, one no. done. The look on his face when he like, got there was like. Oh, no yeah. yeah bitch oh i know he was never a happy cat no no so so you're home and the and then how does it affect your marriage are you just like what well, marriage the, you know okay so it was really interesting because when we gave birth we his career at k-rock started taking off love line 
love which your show is love the show the perfect example of you know yes. you guys have taken it to the new level um i'm so honored i'm so honored because i grew up on love line and in la it was a, a staple of my my existence but anyway so yes, go ahead. so i you know i had worked with poor man for four years could not stand the guy anyway so um part of the reason they don't aren't friends anymore no i think stories. i i take all the responsibility for that by the way but he's never come after me because i have some good dirt on him okay but god bless him i I, I wish him nothing but the best. Um, anyway, so when he left and Adam came in and they got the TV show and they were going five nights a week, I was like, they, I think it was because they felt sorry for Drew. You know, he just had triplets. <laughs> like somebody's got to pay, pay this guy. poor guy for all the years he's worked for free. Okay, right. he worked right. for free for radio, a long time. People don't know this, but there's not a lot of I money mean, in he radio. He was going to make $100,000 a year. And we were like, Woo! I spent most of that on baby furniture, by the way, um, yeah. and which was not good. Your hormones do something when you're yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you forget to not stop spending money. Yeah. But anyways, we made it through, and um, he was working and working, and then he went on tour with Adam. And he was out, and he, you know, we, I was just like, okay, I need help. I, his parents were around; they're very supportive. His father, in particular, my dad, and also. He, you know, we had help. We had to have a lot of nanny help, which, you know, obviously not everybody is able to do that. And I knew a lot of triplet moms who couldn't do that. Oh, my God. And I don't know how they made it, but I'm only one woman, and I'm not going to say I'm as impressive as Drew. I was just hanging on. I was 30 bottles a day, 30 diapers per kid or day, and I was, you know, we were whipping through that. We, we had a little schedule. We just went through, you know three years of pretty much hell but yeah. he was building his career and he was just getting more popular and more popular and he was busy and he was on tour and he was making money and i was spending it and the kids were <laughs> that's the good part of them yeah, making money it really worked it? out time-wise you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and i'm not a really i'm kind of an independent person yeah he, he would come home i put him in therapy during that period of time because he was a little aggressive when he would come home and he was confused with what was going on and and he, he was i don't know he had some PTSD going on so he he got into therapy and that worked out really well good and because I didn't have time he had to do it for me right and um and I had I had gone back to college late so when I was about 27 to 30 I had I had a, some therapy while I was in college so I I was kind of fresh out of that and I was I just graduated from college and was gonna go to law school and I oh. I yeah got pregnant so I was doing PR for you know local charities and philanthropies and stuff whatever on the side until I was too big to move and that was it but um did but you feel resentful towards Drew at all during those early years of him not being around so much no wow that's now, I'm, easy that's I good. like my independence and I when I married him I always knew that he wasn't gonna change and right. I knew him for seven years and I saw his workaholism in him and I also am I'm not really needy like that. Like I, but he's also when he's home, when he was home with the kids, he was always hands on. Like mm. he'd come home, long day of work, and he'd do the same thing with us, and then he'd jump in the car and he'd go do Loveline until I midnight. So, <laughs> but I, the only hard part was when he'd go to Loveline and I had put the kids to bed, and those little monkeys would you you could probably hear me screaming all the way down the neighborhood <laughs> block because I was like, go to bed, <laughs> you know, please. And they're, I mean, they were adorable. I mean, my kids are adorable. They were amazing. 
Um, we didn't have any problems. Oh, there they are. This is school age. Except for Doug was having brain surgery when he oh, was gosh. 13 months. But they made it through that whole phase. And, and this Aww. was, we had a first day of school on the porch picture, which I never put all together in one area. You know, I wish I had them all in order. No. I don't have time to put anything in order or write a book. Okay. Everybody's like, you should write a book. I go, when am I going to write a fucking book? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm too tired. I can't even, I just have to get through the day. But this is um, first grade, and um, they're just so cute, you know? So cute. I think, or this was kindergarten, I think, because Jordan was, got into poly first, and he, he, the year that they both, the other two made it in, because it wasn't easy, um, Jordan got in because he drew ha- fingers on a hand and could count backwards from 10 or something. Jeez. But he's a math major, so and the other two were just like, regular kids yeah and but they they were very excited to be together jordan wasn't really happy in the picture he's he's kind of lying with that smile you look at his eyes are a little squinty like he's not really smiling but the other two are really excited because he's like i have to share with them he didn't like so do you have any um mom hacks on young kids because right now a lot of people are quarantined with small children. Oh, I know. I feel so sad. What about you? Like, you're, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, yeah. Well, I figured out some tricks. Okay. Number one, Amazon's your friend. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I, um, the hose. A lot of hose play. I've ordered a sprinkler, <laughs> like silly sprinklers. Yeah, we do water balloons. Like stupid yeah. shit. So like, oh. <clears throat> do you have any ones that you remember? Um, not like <laughs> like a regular mom. mom. I'm a cool mom. Thank you. Yes, you are. You are. Okay. So if, uh, I mean, until the kids were three, we had to, we couldn't really take them out because there were all three of them. But how old are your kids? Two and four. Okay. So preschool was like the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. I have so much admiration and respect for teachers. Oh my God, me too. And <laughs> in institutions of education and being able to drop them off mm-hmm. and then they come back humans because they have a conscience which they don't have between two and three yeah i was gonna it, ask that you that hits it about about four yeah because my older boy we were um watching rats eating i'm mean, sorry snakes eating rats like on youtube uh-huh. and he laughs maniacally <laughs> and i'm like uh uh, yeah, and like this little piggy went to the market. This little piggy had roast beef, and this little piggy had none. He's like, oh, "Why yeah. didn't he share his roast beef?" Well, I also know laughing. that he likes to put his hand in your butt. Crack yeah, or something yeah, the like hand that. in the butt. Like, and yeah, so, you just can't react. You just have to kind of go mm-hmm. neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the problem. I think it's funny. Yeah, you're not like. That's a problem with being a comedian. Um, so he's not a sociopath. That's good to know because no, they he's don't. Fine, that's normal. Little boys have that kind of behaviors. That's what they find interesting. As long as they're not drowning kitties or something. No. Yeah, that's good. No okay. way. He loves animals. No, that's... he collects snails. He's got um, twelve of them right now oh, in like a cute. case in the Aww. kitchen. Yeah, no, he's gentle. It's spot, gross though. It's so gross. I know. <laughs> it is so gross. We so... used to pour salt <clears throat> on them. I did we... too. I was more sadistic. I than know. He me is. too. I ate a grasshopper once when I was oh. like four years old. How did it taste? Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you, you were okay with Drew? Yeah. See, because I. I got resentful of Tom touring. I think maybe because we both did the same thing for a living. Yes. So it was like, it's oh, gotta be great. hard. Yeah, you get to go and I have to stay home. Yeah. Well, there was a point um, where it was a little stressful. Like after a week alone, it was a little stressful. And I would, I was just telling a friend how we were talking about spanking your kids. You know, have you ever spanked your kids? And I would, somebody asked me and I said, one time I smacked Paulina 
the when because she didn't like the way I was braiding her hair when in the first grade she was about that age (laughs) and Drew had been gone for a week and she wouldn't get in the carpool and the carpool person was waiting and everyone was gonna be late to school she didn't because I braided her hair and she got I don't like it and then she you know instead of well what is really going on with you Paulina how can I be of service I was like schmack so then I had to tell the woman driving the car I smacked her. Then I had to call the school and tell her I smacked her. And why I smacked her? Because I could just hear her getting school. My mommy hit me this oh, morning. <laughs> right. And I felt so guilty. And Ugh. but here's the point: there, I was not a crafty person, but I had, I don't know. We figured out ways. We'd take them to the park, or we'd take them to Disneyland, or we'd take them. But you can't do that now. Um, no I, parks are gone. That's what I mean. Like I, know. I used it's, to just dump them at the park and let them go. Nuts I know and... it's so crazy. Um, I I feel for you. I think that <laughs> it's an impossibility to not feel a little more likely to drink some wine. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I I started. I was eating my feelings. I was shopping my feelings. Yeah. And now I'm more drinking my feelings yeah. at night. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not a that's lot. That's okay with me. I, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I, do you, are you drinking I'm your feelings with, right now? I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's my go-to. I'm not. Um, it wasn't eating. I've I've gained a little weight since they opened restaurants again. But it's, good. Yeah. I, I. But I'm not a workoutaholic like my husband. He's like Mr. Perfection. You know? Can I tell you a story? I don't, I don't know if we've ever told you this, but yeah. Look at these two. So Tom and I. This was. I think. What year is that? I don't know. We went to so Mexico beautiful. with some friends. Oh, God. You guys are ridiculously... I was so sick on that trip. I got really, really bad. Mo- I got mono. Oh, I, I've had mono. It's <laughs> or terrible. Something. But um, we had a good time in Mexico. Our friends took us, but we were probably married like 10, 15 years. Wow. God, you guys get younger. Yeah, this um, was probably around the time he was on um, HLN and he had his... Or Life Changers. Okay. Well, because in 2008 we had a honeymoon gift to go to the montage in Laguna and Tom and I uh, went to the pool and we saw you and your husband (laughs) and you guys are fucking hot. We were like, Jesus Christ, is that Dr. Drew and his wife and your kids? I mean, obviously we didn't say anything to you because you're with your And Douglas was probably in the water bobbing up up and down. He taught himself (laughs) how to swim and he would bob up and down in the water and scare everybody at the pool because he'd come out of the line and go, (gasps) and then he'd go into the water. It was like three. It was like three. It would like for hours hours and everybody would be like oh my god and one time we had we took a nanny with us to the desert and she thought he was drowning and was yelling at the fence out in at the marriott pool and was running and everybody at the pool jumped up and thought douglas was drowning oh no (laughs) and then they got mad at me and i'm like oh that's just how he swims that's just yeah i mean i and i was like oh well it's just i'm a triplet mom you know i'm over it like well that's (laughs) what i was gonna say to you is that i feel like too maybe because <clears throat> now that I think the standards are so high for moms that you really you have to make organic meals they have to oh, the kids have to speak well, 10 languages I mean I, I was extremely good at getting them to eat vegetables in their waffles how do you do that what's you the just, trick you 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 know puree uh carrots or broccoli or zucchini or whatever good and you just mix it into the waffle mix and you make the waffle and you throw a little syrup on it and they eat their vegetables you guys hear that? They That's taste so- good. It's like it's like banana bread or yeah. zucchini Varsity bread. mom shit right there, homies. Yeah. <laughs> mom hacks. There you go. <laughs> That's some varsity mom. That's what I'm looking for here. I know. Sorry. I That's know. what I want. I'm trying. I'm trying. You're doing great. I'm trying, yeah. So, okay. So nerve-wracking. Now, what I've learned... I'm sorry. You're doing great, though. You're doing great. What I've learned, too, is that part of 
child care is actually husband maintenance. Yes. I like to call it husband manipulation. Because <laughs> the happier he is, the more likely he is to help around and to do your bidding, to oh, do yes. your will. Oh, yes. Right? Like, okay, yes. can you uh, make the kids dinner? Yes. As opposed to, <sighs> okay. So I like positive. I like it. How do you manipulate Drew? Uh, or do you put him in a sexual spell? Oh, um, Drew has a need for sex at least two times a week. Great. To seven. He could do it every day. Great. Now, yes. but when the kids were little, I'm guessing that wasn't was... Wasn't happening. So how did you... A couple weeks would go by. Okay. And I didn't really give a bit of a shit about yeah. it. Well, of course, you're Cause I, tired. Because my pussy was not in the mood anyways yeah. and it was kind of dry and not i was going through perimenopause i don't know whatever supposed to be dry yeah it just wasn't working Ugh. the same you it had the mom nervousness of a kid outside the room and yeah you know, oh that's i had no too. orgasms for a really long time because it was like okay you're done okay let's go because yeah. douglas was always banging on the door yeah um always douglas I don't know why. yeah but that never seems to deter my husband because we we were banging yeah. the other day and ellis was like mommy mommy <laughs> and i'm like oh my pussy's right yeah like it's and, hard to yeah and it does sometimes just you. like i'm finishing shut yeah. up like <laughs> suck it yeah um so, so so he i i would realize it when he would sort of walk with his head down very sad and droopy not his normal <laughs> self at the end of the bed and look at me and kiss me goodbye and go to work or whatever and i was oh. like oh poor guy isn't had and i go god we haven't had sex in a week and he goes I know. <laughs> I know. Could you uh, help me, please? What do you say? Milk me, 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 milk me. me. <laughs> oh, you're doing Jackie. I love that about you. Yeah, but it's so important. For okay, them. so I was pretty bad. I mean, I have to say, it was not. I was not making. And I couldn't believe that he wanted to have sex every day. Like, Dude, I know. I know. One day I gave him bed. I, I said, I bet you can't do it every day. He goes, oh, yes, I can. <laughs> so every night after Love Line, I have to have sex with him. And I was enjoying it. <laughs> but it, had, it was like, two, you know, one in the morning or whatever. And, and I have to get up at six. Like, it was oh. a weird. Our schedules were kind of weird because I had babies in the morning. And But but I understand it now that I have testosterone okay. in my system. Let's talk about this. Yes. So I went through perimenopause when i was 45 i was went on antidepressants i was depressed my kids were in high school they're going through their changes too so we're all raging lunatics and <laughs> just you know why is it that when go, women go through menopause when the kids go through puberty is this right when you're yeah i, I started going i didn't realize it at the time this was when i started Aww. it and when I was 50, finally, after going to the doctor a million times and praying him that he'd give me some hormone replacement, um, I found out about bioidenticals, which, mm. and I'd gone through menopause more, and I got those implants, those bioidenticals, and I wanted to blow him every day. Wow. I was like, bring wow. that thing over here. I'm ready. Bioidenticals. There's I don't know something what, what about is this? it. I don't okay, understand. so you get testosterone and estrogen okay. back in your systems because Ooh. as we age, our testosterone goes away. Yeah. So I had complete zero testosterone. Mm. And so we um I go to the doctor, they make a little incision in your hip and they put these little pellets in so you don't have to remember your pills every day because I was taking God. pills and I'd forget them and then I'd have a hormonal crash and then I'd sweat all night and then I'd wake up angry and then I'd have to get up and take care of the kids and go to the ice skating rink and the baseball field and the football field and the all the places in one day and then 
couldn't wasn't happy wasn't having sex there was no way you just don't after living the life the day of a mother you just oh there's nothing left yeah i mean at the end like the happiest hour for us is like you put the kids down finally they go down and then you have that hour and a half until you have to go to sleep and then wake Uh up at 6 a.m and do it all over again right and that's like the last thing i want to do after chasing the kids around yeah my biological clock is about noon to four o'clock like that's when I'm frisky. Oh, but at okay. night when I'm tired, eh, I'll do it if I have to. He's really, really got so, the puppy eyes, you know. <laughs> Hold on. God, I don't know if I want to know this much about Dr. Drew. Um, <laughs> um, but I do want to know how to. He's how a to, very passionate man. He's, I know. I know, I, I know it. I, I love him as a brother. So I'm not sure I want to know. Yeah. Okay. So he's very randy. It does sound like Drew's got a very. I mean, he's. He's a good-looking guy. He talks about sex every night on Loveline. Think about it. Like this is his That's job. That's true. And then he comes home. He's all warmed up. You he's know? all cooked and I'm up. I'm yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. I would make a a point of falling asleep before he got home, just because I was too tired. I knew if I stayed up, I'd be a wreck the next day. I mean, if we had help coming early in the morning or something. So this know? is Drew in the in the in the. This was the VMAs, one of the first VMAs we got to go to. So hold on. He come home from Loveline at like one in the morning. I think we were married like 20 years at this point. Oh my gosh. And you, <laughs> and then he would wake you up and you would bang or he would let you sleep and take mercy I, on I'm you. I'm trying to remember. Aww. This is when my kids graduated from high school. We went on a cruise and, and we found out he had prostate cancer. I, I was know, like, ah. I remember. <laughs> Look, I wasn't having any fun. I was so drunk. <laughs> look at his eyes <laughs> did he drink that day does he oh we were on a cruise yeah if good. you don't drink on a cruise like come on what's the point but we had fun I, i've never shown anybody that picture oh well thanks because i look a little wicked there you look gorgeous <laughs> you guys are gorgeous i mean your children are beautiful you guys are beautiful so well, this was like when i first started taking bioidenticals and we were having great and sex. look how happy you are <laughs> You're like, ah, I feel like a person. I know. Exactly. Well, isn't that amazing exactly. that medicine... I was and- pissed I didn't get it when I was 40. Because if I had had it when the kids were little and stuff, I would have had more energy. Yeah. We would have had a better sex life. I wouldn't have had to go on antidepressants because right. like, everybody just thought I was crazy. Right. But I was having right. menopause early. Oh, how did you know you were in early menopause? Um, I, I didn't for like 10 years. I didn't really realize it. And I had to ask my aunt, my mom passed away. So I asked my aunt, she said she started at 35. So what, you, did you get hot flashes? Oh, I know. You... I, I don't know. I just had hot flashes and then I was, my periods were a little off, but I would just would get hot sweats all the time. And, oh, okay. And my doctor would give me a handful of pills and then I'd forget them. And, but the wow. bioidenticals came into my life and I recommend them highly. If you don't okay. have you know, cancer in your family. Oh, shit. What about non-Hodgkin's lymphoma? Does that count as cancer? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, my mom d- uh, had that shit. I don't know. You have to ask I'll the ask. doctor. Because, um, yeah, I would like to do that. Because I'm such I think a... hormone treatment is based on your genetics, and I don't have any kind of cancer in my past. Dude, so. you're like hardcore Eastern Bloc Oh, I'm DNA. just so white trash. It I love it. Yeah. Straight dog. Yeah. We're, we're cockroaches. I love it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, they, you know, with the whole COVID thing, they were saying like people in, in Germany and 
the Eastern Bloc weren't getting it. And yeah. they were all surviving it. They were just like asymptomatic. Because you are pussies. You are American <laughs> pussies getting sick. <laughs> oh, that would be my grandmother. And then you have yeah. to drink vodka every day. Of course. That's it keeps what I you do. Healthy. It helps. Keeps you healthy. The vodka. Yeah. We have the vodka. We we put the garlic in the vodka. Yeah. You get a cold. We put a little vodka in your in your glass. You drink yeah. that. You feel better. Keeps you strong. Yes. This is nature's mm-hmm. remedy. I agree. So, okay. So <laughs> the, the, the hormones. And it sounds like, see, that's what I like about you guys is that you put out. So you're saying it, it was a hormonal. Yeah. Because I, I'm a firm believer in, in, in getting help from Women science, need to man. take care of themselves and pay for it. Okay. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not covered under insurance, but you know, you get your hair done, you get your nails done, go get your hormones done. Yeah. And, and your face. I just did filler for the, fr- it looks a little do puffy. Do whatever makes you feel good. Botox, you look great. I'm oh, I know. It. I'm ready. I'm, I'm been <laughs> under quarantine. I have no lashes and no, I'm, I'm I think I'm going to keep it though. I you do look gorgeous. I'm going to watch myself. I probably will definitely, um, look at myself and decide after I see this show because I haven't no, had anything no, done don't. for three months and I was kind of on a when I turned 60 I lost like eight pounds I did the lips I did the eyes I had the lashes I was really gonna go out and live this year like it was 1999 Boom. and it was like oh you could just stay home and just watch yourself fall <laughs> and your hair grow and all your gray and then you just you know and then I said you know I don't I don't feel too bad. I mean, I gained a little weight. I could probably be a little tighter, but it, it I mean, it's, the pussy's great. It's, Thank you. It's working. You hear that, girls? The pussy's great. Yeah. That's Am how I, she I kept Dr. Camera Drew. I supposed to look at. Look they, at the pussy. They don't have this like, is your camera. Okay. The pussy's great. Yeah. As long as the vagina's working, everything's good. Yeah. And Dr. Drew. Oh, he loves it. Loves your pussy. I mean, we make fun of it all the time. And he makes fun of my farts, too. I, I, know I, heard, you, I about... heard you're the queen of the farts. I think I've farted at least 25,000 times in front of him. And we've laughed every time. Yeah. Because it comes out in a different tune. A different tune. Yeah. But the, now, but the machine gun was the duck shooting experience. I, I heard that you had an early morning. It machine. usually sounds like a duck. But then I ate duck. And then it sounded <laughs> like a machine gun killing ducks. I don't know. We we had a long discussion about that. <laughs> Now, do you guys have an open door? Just in the morning when I wake up. Like it's, it, well, that's it's, why everybody has their hard, best work. Yeah. It's hard to hide. <laughs> that's when I have my hardest farts are in the morning. So <laughs> do you guys do open it's door normal. policy on brown or what's your brown policy? Well, it's changed over the years. You know, I was a little bit, you know, tighter butthole in the beginning than I sure. am now. Meaning, but I don't like him to be in the room it, when you it, take a brown. It's hard. Yeah. But after anal sex at 50, Hold on. the the butthole thing changed. Is this going to be the teaser for the show? Can you just isolate? It is now. Drew's really mad now. Can you please just isolate her saying butthole after 50? <laughs> That's our new drop on Dr. Drew After Dark. Do I'm better? You know I'm talking about the dog. Yeah, you. Get That's it. gonna be a new drop on Doctor. I hope. Oh, I, he told me to think what I was gonna say. I but love it. No, I, no, why? I didn't. Don't filter, don't I let. Filter. I let that one out. I let it out let like it, a fart. You guys are horny. I couldn't control <laughs> it. Well, see, can I tell you something? So it, it does appear to me that the secret to a happy long marriage is kind of keep it horny. Yes. And to, because men really do need that approval. That's what I've learned from your husband. Is but like it's he so says weird when it all of a sudden turns on and you have testosterone and you feel like a guy and you're happy like a guy and you want to go out and work out and lose weight and you know make a living and build an empire and whatever. I mean, Love I've it. always been behind him, but now I'm feeling like I'm getting in front of him. Wow. 
Wow. It's like powerful. It's powerful, true. Susan Pinsky. It's true. I, I love I'm it. I'm the one who helped set up your podcast. I know. Okay? It was my idea. Tom called me and, and, and I manipulated him into it. <laughs> I didn't isn't blow it, him or anything. But, isn't it always us behind? Yeah. I know. And they all get the credit. Well, I was always behind. I didn't mind it because it kept me out there, like working behind the scenes and working with his management and helping him along the way and showing up on a red carpet. But now, you know, he would love it if you and I would make the living and they could all stay home and do you think so though because i think tom likes it when i bring home the bacon he he enjoys like there was one like we actually have a joke when i come home off the road and i would have a big check and i'd be like here you go ike because i know that he (laughs) ike turner was for those we don't know listening that are under the age of 40 uh ike and tina were the team but ike was the boss and you know fucking hitter and stuff but, I saw uh, her in concert. Oh, she's amazing. Oh, they yeah. broke up. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, but, finally. Um, but he liked it. He likes taking my money. Oh, and yeah. Putting it in the bank and right. whatever. But I think at the end of the day, Tom really gets a sense of purpose. And also, I think that kicks in when men have children. Yes. That, that need to provide. Yeah. Like, Tom goes into overdrive. Both kids. It was like, I got to go out on the road. I got right. Go, and I was like, great. Yeah, yeah, go make yeah. the money. No, they kind of like something home does now. turn on. Yeah. And it, it's it's not a bad thing to stay home while they're kids. And no. And then, you know, you can you'll be back, but it, you'll get some of your best material from your kids, too. Oh, my God. And thankfully, I mean, thanks to the Internet, like I can come here and spend an hour talking to you and mm-hmm. I'm, I've done it. I've done yes. my job and I don't have to get on a plane, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it sounds like fucking is big. And I've heard that, too, from other people. It's do important. You, do you have any other uh, wisdom? Like, do, I mean, how often do you is, fight? Let's, sex has always been my thing. So I just want to put it out there. I, I really do think that the reason why he's with me is because I've always had sex with him. Right. But um, not you because... You the beaches. It's not... I'm not the brightest bulb in the... <laughs> in the room i i'm not i don't have christina's intellect oh, no. no i no. love listening to you guys talk i'm i'm more like kids, i mean smart. i had a million jobs i mean i went to college i was a history major but i i went i, I was just like i just worked i was a hairdresser and a, a limo driver and a you know i just kind of don't trashy. you think all that stuff gives you more of an education i can work for a living i always love to work for a living but then i couldn't when i had kids and i hated that of course but i helped him of and course supporting your husband when he's a successful person is more important you know besides raising kids than most things you know if you're supportive and you can help it get to the next level which is pretty much what i did you know well i think i've got a women, good pr sense and women do we do so much behind the scenes like tom and i are team jeans yes and but people don't know what who does what or whatever right, but right. it is your job to support each and other and you don't get resentful no um, not that i've not never that. been a jealous person no he's been hit on five thousand times right in front of me oh i was gonna ask you that i've one. been pushed out of the way and said oh let me take a picture with Dr. Drew. I'm like, dude, you know, <laughs> like, God, at least I had to tell him one time, could you introduce me to somebody when you, <laughs> when you meet them? So I'm not just like out of the picture. Well, you let know? me ask you that because Dr. Drew, everybody who knows that I work with him, every woman, every woman is like, he's adorable. Oh my God, I love him. I tell him I went out, I'm going to cream he's my adorable. jeans. I'm like, 
And he's he's wonderful, but I he's so how do you, nice. So you don't get insecure. I mean, listen, put it this way: a woman Never. emailed me from New Zealand saying, "I went to your husband's show in New Zealand, uh-huh. and there was no line for the women's room because there were no women at the show." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes!" Like part of me yes. goes, "Thank God!" <laughs> right. So so how do you you don't get jealous? I know because I, so I trust him. I well, trust yeah, him one hundred percent. But I also I don't know why I'm not jealous. I think. Because you're a hot bikini model. No, Maybe I, that's why. I don't know. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I know that we... I, it, it's weird. Like, I'm just not a jealous person. I mean, there was one time I got angry because they told me he was going to do Bill Maher. And then I was watching TV that night. and But he was doing Bill Maher at the Playboy Mansion. And he was oh, on a couch gross. on the news. And I saw him on the news at the Playboy Mansion. But his management had forgotten to tell me that he was going to the Playboy Mansion for it. So I threw the pots and pans he gave me for Mother's Day at him and said, they better be pearls next time, bitch. I was pissed. From then on, they all knew they had to be transparent with me about everything. Because I was like, how can... It's... I'm not jealous that he's there. I mean, I was a little bit because I, you know, I... I needed a tummy tuck, you know, or whatever. But he he didn't lie to me. It really wasn't his fault, and he didn't understand, but he never saw that side of me before. Oh. And he doesn't want to go there again. And he doesn't <clears throat> he doesn't he doesn't like you being a little oh. jellies. Oh, and I even even Anne, the producer Anne at level is like, "Yeah, you fucked up." <laughs> well, that's good, but you have to And it's a backup. That's your boundary. So then butt sexing at 50. I mean, you got to see, how you know, Adam Carolla was not feeling that mood. You know, you got to remember Adam Carolla said, but well, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, he w- Adam made me sound like a tyrant, horrible bitch. Like everybody mm. I would meet me and say, oh, there's this crazy wife. And then later everybody realized it was a shtick. I wasn't, I scared Adam, you know, he just, he just had to, you know. This make is Adam me, Carolla. You're talking yes. About during Loveline at its apex. Yeah. And I was the crazy wife. You were the crazy wife. I and, am the and, crazy and, wife, but I was never as bad as he made me. Why do you... Wait, Until so wait, the why pots do you, and pans you think, you, but why do you it's think... It's like a vacuum cleaner for Mother's Day. Like, what the hell? So you threw that at Drew. But I did need pots and pans. Why do you think people refer to you as the crazy wife, though? Why would Adam... Because I would lose... I'd get out of... you. I mean, I don't know if you... I mean, you I've worked with Nadav. Okay, Nadav and I have worked together. I think I scared him a little bit at the beginning. <laughs> Did you? Nadav, are you afraid of Susan? I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you think you're you're then you're a woman that knows what because she wants? Because you can't read texts and you can't read like into that. Like I'm I'm very straightforward with all my feelings and and business. And um Adam and Drew were on the road a lot and I was booking their travel and I was running the household and I was, you know, and they I, I'm sorry, I don't know what you said a minute ago, but um I just kept going. But sex. Oh. I want to know how you, I mean, let's talk Not, about what people really want to know is that you started butt sexing at 50. 50. And it's interesting because on your mom's house, we have a very important question. Okay. We actually wanted a woman to answer. Okay. What is more exhausting? What is more tiring? <laughs> getting butt sexed or vaginal sexed? Uh, it's not Drew's thing. It's not, it, it was your thing. It worked out. 
in my direction, but I had to try it. We were on a cruise and you got to try it on a again, cruise. Again, again, we were on a cruise. And they got H- H- H1N1 like the next day. You know, he was always talking about it. Getting... Yeah, did you think? Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what did you eat? <laughs> You gave he him it. SARS. He got it. I didn't get it. Like he's in amazing. my butthole and I didn't even get now, H1N1. Well, hold on. So was it more exhausting for you to have butt sex than to have vaginal sex? What What is more tiring? No, I mean, I, I liked it. It was interesting. Um, I'm not like... Were you I, more tired after? Was it stressful? No. I feel it's, it's more stress. Did you enema yourself before? No. You just let it rip on a cruise. You've been eating all kinds of different buffets. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm I I have no problem with evacuating in the morning, and I'm I've got a pretty clean colon. But, but did you bang at night? Did you butt sex or in the morning? Yeah, but you don't have a bunch of stuff waiting to come out at night. That nothing After came a out. Cruise dinner. Nothing came out. <laughs> After a cruise, my day. Yes, I just want to put it out there. I've sure. I have a clean. You have a clean beehole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm proud. I know if I'm you, a little Trump. a little constipated, not gonna go there. But okay. we don't. We don't. It wasn't. It's not really his thing. And Guys, he will tell you that. You heard it here, Doctor Drew. Anal's not his thing. No. <laughs> and his wife has a clean beehole. <laughs> Highlight number two. You got it, guys. I know. Also, we're going to put that <laughs> isolated on Dr. Drew after dark. I know. He's going to love it's it. It's not his thing. Well, you know, <laughs> that's going to be the next t-shirt. I, I, where's <laughs> the, his next t-shirt. Where's my you shouldn't prolapse your anus t-shirt? We sold out of those t-shirts, by the way. We did. I am very disappointed. I, I was you trying to sell a- them. I thought we had a bunch of them and they were like, oh, they're sold out. They're but sold out. It's a good they're thing. They're still Dr. Drew after dark t-shirts for everybody, just so you know. <laughs> but we'll have a new one that says something about, you know. But I did not prolapse my anus. You did not prolapse your anus. Congratulations. Thank you. And how brave of you I to init- to do that at 50. I know. I mean, okay. So effing is important. I think you loosen up a little bit. Everything know. loosens up. I wouldn't. I'm not into I the beehole. I I'm think scared. here's the thing. It's a. It's kind of a porn move. It's kind of exciting. It's a dangerous thing for women to do because it's sort of a. It puts them down, you know, because Ooh. it's it's aggressive, you know, and women like to be in control. Yeah. And also, you know, we some of us have n- no interest in putting anything in that I don't, place, yeah. and you don't have to. Yeah. It is. It can be demeaning, but. I thought it would be interesting and it wasn't that bad. Now, hold on. You mentioned the power of the BJs. Is this something you use regularly to control and manipulate you or <laughs> give me the power of the beach? I want to say the only time that I was manipulative was when we were dating. Yeah. Because I wanted him to know that I was a sexual person. I knew he liked it. But yeah. um, I don't like off. I We do it a lot. If we have time, it's I try to fit it in. I love that. How often are you getting? I'm the home beach? a lot now, so it's yeah. it's pretty easy, you know, to pull pull some time together unless he's out doing things. But you so know. Leanne Kreischer was on here, good friend Leanne, and she said that she believes a quarterly blowjob <laughs> will will cut the mustard. What are what are your numbers, just so that I can compare and contrast? Um, probably, I mean, two or three, maybe four times a week. Hold on. The guys in the booth are we clapping. Have... The guys in the booth are clapping. You guys heard it here. You start uh, with breaking it, news. Dr. Right? Drew gets four BJ's a week. Is that no bad? wonder he's so happy. No, that's great, Susan. And okay. he's in such good shape. He's so I mean, happy. If he doesn't get it at two at like two times a week, he gets really frustrated. He likes it. This is the best episode where my mom's at. 
<laughs> this is amazing. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 we I have testosterone. I, my testosterone level is probably like 300 or something. And that's, that's a lot. It makes you horny. Yeah. And so, I, I like doing it now. I swear. Do you beach? Do you, do I you, didn't really like it that much before. No, I don't. Do you, do you blow to completion or do you, that's like a little appetizer and then you go into other. I mean, I can. He's, he, he tries not to cause he wants to. He wants to do the it, other stuff. Yeah, he wants yeah. me to be happy. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. a little, I, I kind of feel that the beach is great for an appetizer. Yes. And then, but how often, I'm I just saying. I used to be before it had to be me first and then him. Right. But then I realized that if he goes first, I'm better than, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it, more it's weird. It's like, it, it's changed. Okay, now hold on. Um, how, but how often are you giving just the beach? Just solo beach? Well. For, to completion. That's what I'm talking he about. He doesn't like to he wants to have he, more got you he's not he's not into that okay he, he gets close but he tries not to okay gonna... well you have to remember he had prostate cancer he had a prostatectomy and i'm gonna make this really <laughs> sad because i know we're running out of time but when he no we're not we're just getting started we were this con- is like we were really concerned yeah. with the fact that if the surgery went wrong he wouldn't be able to have sex with me again oh my god and we had just found this new found hormonal bliss and anal sex and whatever maybe that's why we yeah. tried it i can't remember but i we might have had anal sex because i figured if we could never have it again i might as well try it once right because yeah. that was like my first time um but then after the surgery he was very excited to have an erection and to use it i had to mm. i had to nurse him back to health so to speak every time every day at noon yeah milk for his. like two weeks right and i think i got into it you know and i was actually things. happy to see he was able to do that again so yeah. i have a different outlook of it you know now than i did before you're like the milkmaid yeah you, you learn and you milk and, it, his and i read books and they said you gotta <laughs> this one book this one doctor gave me said that you had to like give him a blowjob out of surgery or something and oh. i can't i went to the new doctor because the old doctor wasn't very good and i was like do i really have to <laughs> manipulate him when he gets out of he's like no <laughs> Like, who wrote this book? <laughs> Dr. Drew. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Hilarious. No, I, I looked at it like um, like a serious reason to get him back where he wanted to be. Because, right. you know, it's a big if, deal. If you don't, like, when he, ha- after he had the surgery, he couldn't really have sex that much. So I would get, I'd give him a blowjob and then I, he'd get me off, whatever. And we had a lot of toys or whatever. And he, he tried very hard to make me happy because he didn't Aww. want me not to be happy and then leave him because he couldn't get a... It's a really complicated... Gosh, it's so scary to psych- think. Yeah. So you have to really... And every time I do give him a BJ, yeah. um, I think about that. I think about how lucky I am that he can still get an erection. And yeah. some people lose it. And could you imagine the trauma? If you get a bad surgeon, you can you can just have to get one of those pumps oh you don't even and can you imagine and you guys are very happy and you're sexually happy we, together and our kids and, had left for four years uh, to the best babysitting center in the world <laughs> college, college yeah. and we were alone and it was like yeah i'm not browsing can't we we, we, oh. we got about a year and a half out of it before he had to have the surgery but it was it was a little bit of a daunting time for that and i was concerned and he he thought I was more concerned about him being able to have sex with me. I was kind of pissed because now I wanted it and he wouldn't be able to do it. But you just you we powered through. Yeah, you and, figure out other ways. No, and you know I think men don't really relate their like I got an email for you guys mm. 
from a 15-year-old who talked, who said, hi, my, my name is Josh, and I'm 15, and I jerk off so many times during the day that I can't feel my dick anymore, and I just wondered if you could help me, Dr. Drew. So I forward that to you, Nadav. I don't know if you got that. <laughs> But if he knew, I'm the one that reads it. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. And I read it to Drew. I was like, oh God. Oh. I, you know, in Loveline over the years was penis line. I used to call it that because yeah. it was just every guy calling up and asking about his dick all the time. So I really understand it. I didn't get it as much until I grew my own dick. That is so interesting how <laughs> Cause it really get is kind hormonal. Of a, you kind of get a dick when you have testosterone. testosterone. Yeah. It, well, your clit turns into like a weird. Are you? What are we talking about now? Yeah. Are you saying that you have a tiny peener down yeah, there? Yeah. I mean, when it's excited, it's weird. But that's testosterone. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. Right. It sounds like you're, and it uh, makes you happy. I gotta Christina, do this drug. I gotta go on. The you tea. gotta find out because if you're if you're lacking, you're, it'll bring you back to life. And I don't think I think you're a little young, but I think that some women naturally have a lot of it, and some people just lose it earlier. Can I tell you? I feel I've always been aggressive. I think I have high testosterone. Anyways, yeah, probably because I'm very kind of an alpha. But bitch, when that you know? drops, oh, I'll be so bummed. Yeah, you get all whiny and cry. I'll the time oh, no, because they're and also the estrogen ha comes into play too with the vagina yeah so yeah, that's i'm a big one listen i've heard ha i've heard sex with emily a million times so you've heard what sex with emily like she was on drew's show forever like she was oh, on love oh, line oh, oh right 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 it's it's like it I doesn't thought bother guys, me i thought you were like we have sex with emily <laughs> no. and you're i'm like oh you guys Polly? i would she's Are you, she's pretty cute calling and by <laughs> um okay but you guys okay so let's talk about what else hold on but, we do have to go but okay but i know i know everybody sex. thinks it's funny that drew gets a blowjob and it is kind of gross to some people but um not gross i mean just because i know him as a as a yeah. human and yeah. i just don't he oh, doesn't come off like that to anybody like other no. women this is why i don't get jealous because he doesn't you know with the whole me too thing he had a talk show he did not have one woman come forward and say, yeah, he was a lech behind the scenes. He's just not like that. He's no. a good, strong, he has a really good, strong belief in treating women like, you know, equals and not having, she, he doesn't say, he may think they're sexy and I know he does, but he never would say anything. He never no. would do it in front of me. Whenever someone asks me, what's he like? I'm like, you know what? He's a solid citizen. He loves your brain. He's a great dude. <laughs> he loves women's brains. That's great. That's he, amazing. He might love your, your body no. too, but he's not going to tell no. you. No. Ever. That's the best part about him. He's yeah. like a real And he's not going to like the fact that I talked about his... His penis yeah, and, having and butt sex <laughs> yeah. or the oral do sex. you have to make that tea or whatever that... Sound bite. <laughs> no, it's nice to know that. Just make sure I look good when you use a sound bite, okay? I don't want to look. I don't care what I say. Just make sure I look good. So it sounds like here's what I've gleaned: supportive. You're very supportive. Mm -hmm. You you give it up on the regs with the the p u s s y and the bjs. You're a hard worker. You support him and who he is. You throw pots and pans when you fucking feel like it. <laughs> you get it out. You communicate. It sounds like you're, are you good communicators? Yes. You must be. Yes. Yeah. And uh, sandwiches, uh, my husband's a big eater. I know yes. that Drew's more on the weird diets oh, and such. God. Do you feed him? Is that big? In yeah, him? I feed him. Yeah. It's Feeding's an Eastern Europe, too. European thing. Yeah. yeah. The food, the whole, all about the food. Yeah. But he, I have to like get 10 pounds of steak and throw it on the barbecue every week and cook it up and. I, I make high protein for him and I make sure that. it's in the refrigerator and it's we shop and make sure that it's always there 
Because, you know, he comes home, he has to eat, and he has to make sure it's defrosted or whatever. Now, that's smart. I should do that more He's for easy Tom. now with the because that's all you have to give him. <laughs> throw a steak at him and he's fine it's really easy i know i know it's I weird like that though. okay and it sounds like nannies help help i yeah, like to say i really t- i really enjoyed having help he had to work for that even if it's family help um people don't that, be a martyr don't be a martyr yes yeah. please please take care of yourself get some yeah. me time and try to try like 10 minutes an hour go do something and come back without yeah. the kids and just have once a week or whatever get your nails done or something yeah because i what i've done in this quarantine is at least uh one hour i go walk the yes. neighborhood uh-huh. or i go swim when like one of the kids is napping at yes. least to um yeah. mm, loosen up yeah just get out of baby space I, you know i can't Ugh. tell you how much I've, i it's it's just aversion therapy for ever having children again if you were in a quarantine (laughs) (laughs) i know i mean it's just so hard and you need to have somebody needs to give you a break and let you and it the husband's the first choice obviously because emotionally they can sit with the kids just having somebody there that you pay isn't the same as a parent no so um yeah when he would come home i just go listen it's just really nice to have you here emotionally for the kids right now because i don't think i can take anymore after a week of it because they're just mommy 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 you know every direction and and but it's worth it in the long run because there's it's such a wonderful thing to have great kids it is and if you have kids with problems it's even worse like they have handicaps or they're you know there's a million reasons that it even gets makes it harder yeah i can't imagine stressful i i'm not as patient as most like i know some women who they're just saints they're great moms i don't think my daughter would say i was a great mom (laughs) oh why but you know and but you would defend me and say you know what she had three okay you try to do it you know see how you feel so i i don't i'm not saying i did everything right I, I want to say that I tried my hardest and I supported my husband and he supported me. Yeah. It's good. That is good. I, I just think... Um, but I got lucky with him. Yeah, he's, a, he's you guys are both winners, but you're both keepers. And um, I think just being uh, open to your kids too, being there as yes. much as you can and being present and being... It's hard though. It's hard not to get keyed up when they're misbehaving or oh, shit's going down. It's the end of the day. And you're well, like, they have their little tantrums and stuff. The tantrums and I, the... I, yeah, I didn't ever like that. I, I lost. Well, first of all, I lost my sense of smell after changing so many poopy diapers. <laughs> oh yeah. You, I don't smell dog shit. Like the dog could shit right in front of me, and I wouldn't smell it. <laughs> like for a week. You know, it's really weird. It burns your nose hairs yeah, after I believe you've that. done enough. And then um, the other thing is, um, oh God, I had another good point. I can't remember what it was. What but are we talking that's about? The most, about? That's the most important one. <laughs> yeah. You, you just, just, you. oh, I, I, I lost, I can't really dual task. If somebody's like, mommy, 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 I can't hear it. Because they used to do it so much in the car. Paulina got to the point where she goes, she has to go, Susan, to get my attention. <laughs> I know. I told Tommy the other day, I go, I'm going to change my name to Daddy because nobody <laughs> ever calls for Daddy. It's always Mommy. I know. And you've, you, what the fuck? I mommy, can just mommy, keep mommy, focusing mommy. on whatever. And they're like, I've been saying your Mommy like 10 times or it finally. Mommy, Mommy. I don't hear it. I don't no. hear when other people's kids do it either. It's weird. 
It's just like the crying I've tuned out at this point. <laughs> I still hear mommy because it's fairly new. Like to f my four-year-old is really good at the mommy repetitive. Uh -huh. Mommy, 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 mommy. The little <laughs> one does it. The little one just runs up to me and goes, hey, mommy. And I go, hi, Juju. And he runs away. Like it's oh, really, that one's cute. That is cute. But, uh, but when they're like, you hear the bantering or mommy, mommy. No. But here's the thing. I have a dog that does that now. And he <laughs> literally goes, mommy. mama. And I look down, I go, he just said mama. Aww. He wants a cookie. Yeah, uh, but it is it is kind of a gift that we get to be mama because um, it is Absolutely. special. It's us. It's not no, the guy. I'm blessed. It's not dad. I'm blessed. I, I wouldn't change a thing. I, I may have gotten wrinkles and old and tired and you know but I, I literally i love my kids now i love them i i want to spend more time with them i want to travel yeah. once we're out of this i want to be with them and and they're great kids and they're adults now but it's it's it, i was looking at the pictures and i i was having memories and Oh. It's it, it's weird. It's, I'm old now. It's Where's so the weird. older one? Where's the kids now? Do we did we show the kids kind of now? The high school. It was actually high school. High school. My goodness. And so they're all grown up. And well, now... they all graduated the same year from high school and also from college. There we go. So this is. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> and now I was fifty. That yeah. was ten years ago. They graduated from Polytechnic, and you know that was a big deal. <laughs> Look at Jordan. So cute. Look at Jordan's actually smiling in that picture. He didn't have the squinty, like angry face. <laughs> so cute. I know. I I don't know. I got. I don't know. I look. I look kind of old there. But no. Are you kidding me? But you look better than thirty year olds. I've it was seen. that was really interesting. Sending them off to school all at the same Aww. time. I know a lot of people want to know about it, but it it wasn't easy. But it was a it every nothing's been easy. Like getting them all to three different colleges in the same month. Oh you know, God. teaching them all how to drive when they were 16. That was my job because my husband was working a lot. Um, doing, you know, teaching them how to read, I sucked at because I it, I was alone half the time. Uh, but my, somehow they all ended up great readers. So it, yeah, I don't know. It's not, you, you do your best, you just hope, and then you depend on the educational system to pull you through. Yeah. And we were lucky because we had a really good educational system. I know. I think people are really appreciating that now um, when they're having to homeschool their kids, oh, yeah. which thank God my kids, like that is the one blessing of having little littles is that they really weren't in what my, my four-year-old's missing out on coloring today. Right. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Or socializing. That part sucks. Uh, but yeah. What are you going to do? So Susan, we've got, we do have to wrap up. Well, plug I your know, podcast I'm, I'm and come back be, and do this again. I'm going to be thinking about you now a lot because I just, I'm sorry. I wasn't more supportive for you guys when you're in the middle of this with your kids. I oh, just stop. I just know how how much it how much time it takes. And you're if you want sweet. me to come over and babysit, I can come. Back <laughs> I would never put you through I'm that. Sorry hell. about my phone. Who's there? Is that him? Is that Drew? He's like, where's my blowjob? <laughs> no. For a week, bitch, get over here. <laughs> uh, so, what other podcast? Oh my god, Nadav is cracking. He up. loves this. I know. Um, I'm afraid. So you do your other podcast, plug your stuff so everybody oh, knows so, where to hear you. Yeah, so if you want to find all the shows that I help Drew with at drdrew.com, 
or drdrew.tv. Uh, we have the Dose of Dr. Drew, which is my sort of daily show. You were on you it. You guys have so many different... Yeah, that's just sort of like a news thing. He just talks so about whatever the, every day, different topics, and then... The Dose of Dr. Drew is his daily show. Yeah, or just like... And whenever. that's on Dr. We don't call com. it daily because I don't want to be there daily. No, we just call it Dose. We started out with daily, and I said, I and, don't want to do this. And that's day. like current events or like... Just whatever. Like if he has a... He wants to talk to somebody about me too or he wants to talk to somebody about you know whatever any whatever the subject matter is the news story of the day or a a friend we have tyrus comes on once a week and that's kind of fun and then we we also have ask dr drew which is more of a great one uh interview with celebrities and also interesting people on the news that we do with i do with caleb nation he's my producer on that and then i also have i'm i'm bringing back my calling out with Susan Pinsky with my psychic mediums and astrology people and fun show I did it yes you did I did it and she she knew about our white little white dog and she knew that my mother was crazy yeah and Tom hated every hated every minute of it he was so funny he's just like Mm. Bert Kreischer liked it though and Leanne they're the ones that turned you on yeah I I met them and they said, and Leanne was a little bit psychic. She said, you and Christina are going to become good friends. <laughs> yeah. And she was right. How much do you love Leanne? Oh, I love everybody. You guys yeah. are also great. Such a fun group. And, oh. and also um, Jason Ellis was on my show. I love him. And um, he, he cried. He got pissed. Oh. He almost beat Drew up because he what? thought we were punking him. And I had Tyrus on this week and he did the same thing. He started crying. Oh. I was like, what? these wrestlers are so cute. But they, they they bring back these people that they never expected in a million years, you know, their, their dead cousin or their dead brother or whatever. And it's very emotional. So, but you know, we try to make it late. Like we did a prediction show yesterday. And tell me what's going to happen with COVID. COVID is well, according to schedule. And I think it's going to be, it's going to come back again in the fall. And it's also going to, and you have to watch my show on youtube.com slash Dr. Drew. We just did it yesterday. Um, That's the calling out one. Yeah, they're all on Drew's platform because I just—it's been there for a while. Even well, it's your brand. People think people think that Drew's nuts for letting me do this, but um, they predicted that it would come back. There may be another lockdown, probably in certain areas. You know, if it gets bad again, but then it'll get better in the spring, which I think after the vaccine comes out, it'll be a lot better. But they also, you know, predicted (sighs) like. There, there's a astrologically there's some changes like december 23rd mm. things could change so maybe that's when the vaccine will come out the the astrologist i'm working with is really interesting because he does everything based on astrological you know shifting of the universe and the you know it there was this big shift in march that ends in july which is pretty much what we're going through right now so um depending on your sign there's different you know, things that happen on certain times of the year. It's really interesting. But I also have my clairvoyant mediums that talk to dead people. So how they're, fun. They're, and, yeah. And that's fun. all on Drew's channel as well. Yeah, I'm just bringing it up, but I'm producing that. So I'm not really host. I'm hosting it from behind the, the console because I I'm, don't have a sponsor yet. If anybody wants to sponsor me. And um, <laughs> there you go. You know, then I can hire somebody to do that. But it's been fun having a studio in the house. So, yeah. And we've, you know, it, it's since the lockdown it's been a really a godsend yeah you know because drew can work every day if he wants having him go from radio to daily podcasts has been 
really healthy for him. Yeah. And Molly's great at it and you're great at it. But you're, love we love you your show. We love everybody here. We're so happy you guys came into our lives and, oh, and so you, are we. we got to be a part of it. It's just incredible. And, oh. and I appreciate every, you know, all the funny clips I get and, <laughs> and it's fun. I it mean, is. it's really fun. And I, I, and people send emails all the time and they also mention, you guys on my live stream all the time and how much Aww. they love the show i get my hi mommy hi mommy all this time and you know it's 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 a beautiful it's fun it's a oh yeah you have invigorated drew's podcast world oh it's good and he he loves talking about sex and love and health yes. and stuff so. well he's getting the photoshops made of him now on the gram and that's when you know you've made it <laughs> oh really in our audience oh yeah once oh. they start photoshopping your face on oh, yeah. pig tits to or see on that... robert paul champagne's body well there was one one little picture of you and you had some nice boobies i want to see those you. i have to get back in the instagram world i've been a little busy but um yeah we appreciate everything your team is amazing and oh I love they you, are Dob, amazing don't worry Dob, i'm not gonna throw pots and pans at you anytime no don't worry well we love you and we love drew and thank you so much for coming in and giving us the lowdown i'm on sorry dr <laughs> drew's sex life on I, his uh... i'm sweating <laughs> just kidding um, i'm no, a little really. worried but i want you to come back again and, and give us more mom tips and marriage okay. tips and life tips okay. and hormonal therapy tips yeah and get and that prostate milked and milk yeah. that prostate you know girls if you keep don't leave me hanging keep the tubes clean the prostate stays healthy there you go words to end on <laughs> all right moms until next time stay cool bye <laughs> where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's wearing thongs hitting thongs at raising kids cleaning shits need a long nap where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's at